Hello? Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace to God. Stay with me, brother. Let's turn this on first. Turn off the AC. Can you hear me? Yep. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. I'm going to text you. Can you hear me? Stay on the line, brother. I just texted you. Hello, if you hear me. I think a lot of people couldn't hear Tupac at the end of his life. It's all about a misunderstanding, miscommunication. You have to know how to navigate those misunderstandings. So here's what I'm going to do. I can I can hear you. Going to shut down everything else. Including now and we're gonna come right back to Dr. Moore. Just gotta plug in plug one, plug two. Reasons to be cheerful. Plug one, plug two. Hold on, brother. This is some straight up bullshit. But that's what technicalities do. Hold on. Let me put in the right headphones and I may be able to hear you. Stay on the line, brother. Stay with me. And maybe, just maybe, song soon. Hello? Yep. Hello. Yep, I can hear you. Hello. Yep, I can hear you. Hello. Hello. Yep. Hello. Yep. 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 Hello. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. 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 Now you can hear me. I can hear you the whole time. You couldn't hear me. Okay, now I can hear you, sir. 
And All I can, right. I can hear you the whole time. I've been on for like four minutes. Okay. I had to turn up my AC. I got on a sweater, brother. <clears throat> it's it's fucking 90 degrees in my room when I got on a sweater. <clears throat> so, I don't know if there's a um, number for the um, mental capacity of a person. <laughs> Is there a threshold, brother? Is there a degree in Fahrenheit for the threshold of a person before they snap? Uh. <laughs> you better look that up. <laughs> I need, I don't need a dissertation. I need actual facts, brother. <laughs> well, bro, if you, if you feel homicidal or suicidal, then I suggest you dial 911 immediately. You shouldn't got, be looking you shouldn't I, be looking for numbers, bro. I got you on the podcast, so I can't do that right now. <laughs> and that's how we're gonna start this podcast off. Okay. And for you out there listening and listening all in it, you are hearing this freshly live. And uh, we are not giving any um, mental advice or any type of medical advice to you. We are telling you that you done fucked up already. Bro, I don't know what that Spotify thing you had me download, but (laughs) it it, it was completely absurd, bro. Um, Exactly. I got to edit that out. I, I I couldn't get past. I mean, you you kept saying say something, but I was I was never logged in because it, it kept telling me, um, put in my username, my um, password, but I could never get past the password. Right. And so I could never get in. So you you kept right. saying you could hear my background, and I was I was like, what background? I'm not even logged in because it it would it wouldn't allow me to get past the password. Well, when you hear this podcast, you're going to hear that it didn't even record your conversation, but what it did record was any type of attempt that you tried to make to formulate the podcast. It's got all of that background noise. You mean in in terms of, well, there was no noise because I'm in silence. Right. But all of that noise... All of that silence that you think is silence, even though you ain't got no verbal to it, there's no verbal. But every move of a wire, every move of a desk or anything, it's picking up. And that's how we're going to start this podcast because some of you out there in the DF universe think that you are safe and you are not. You are being picked up. By DF and Universe. Maybe it's just me, brother. <laughs> but I'm picking up uh, radio, uh, solar, and uh, pulsar vibes out in the universe. Well, I don't know what you was picking up, but it wasn't me. <laughs> Man, it was the Patron, brother. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, bro, because I, would, I wasn't even logged in, bro. So I don't even know what you was hearing, bro, because 
<laughs> on, on my end, I wasn't even logged in, bro. So, and that's why we got to be careful, brother. <laughs> Although we're not doing anything wrong, let, let's be very clear that this is the safest podcast you're going to get about Black revolutionary thinking. Because what we understand after 30 years of doing this business is that everything that we do from now on has to be legitimate. And that is why we started this podcast, because we want you to understand that uh, picking up this, picking up that is ridiculous. Because you cannot defeat your enemy in power. You can only defeat him in thinking. But if you don't know what thinking is, you are already lost. Well, I think, um, I think, yeah, that's part of it. If you don't know what thinking is, but I think the other part is uh, defining your enemy. Right. You know, I mean, who who is your enemy? Because mm. at the end of the, because at the end of the day, you you may be your worst enemy. Hmm. <laughs> and I can attest to that, brother, because I just spent two thousand dollars in credit. Not of my own money, just trying to um, alleviate the situation that I have as a renter in a family property. Now, I'm just trying to not make waves in my family property, but I have tenants that have more weight over me, and that's fine. I can agree with that if you've been here longer than me. But at the end of the day, it's about who does the right thing. If I'm willing to spend $2,000 to make sure that I am in compliance with everything that you fear as a landlord, who's doing the right thing? Well, let me just say this, bro. Um, yes, sir. As a landlord myself. Yes, sir. And that's what um, we want to hear. You know, I, I, I just spent um, yesterday in court with a tenant. Wow. Who, who, I'm who sorry to hear that. Over $15,000. Wow. Um, has not paid rent since the day he moved in. Mm. So... Um, so th- this guy has been there and has not paid rent and has constantly been a thorn in, in our behind, mm-hmm. um, constantly looking for ways and maneuvers to, um, extend his, his, his lease. Um, just, just, uh, um, a manipulator, mm-hmm. um, looking for ways to take advantage of, of the system. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, just constantly, well, I, I'm not paying my rent because this isn't here or this isn't done. I'm not paying my rent because X, Y, and Z. Now it's, I'm not paying my rent because I don't have the money, right? While he's on Facebook posing in front of my rental property in front of his Bentley. You know, Posing in front of my rental property with his um, 
tailored suits that he just got from the tailor. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just constant foolishness. You know, it's just, you, you know, there's just some people, man, that just, um, and, and from a psychological perspective or from a therapist perspective, you know, I, I like to believe that there's good in all people. I, I would like to believe that. But I don't think that that's true. I don't think that all people have good in them. You know, um, I think that some people are just advantage takers. That's who they are. That's what the world has taught them. Um, I can make excuses for my life and the things that I didn't have. But what I don't do is take advantage of other people because of my shortcomings in life or because of things that I didn't have in life. So I feel like because I didn't have these things or because certain things didn't happen for me, then I'm going to try to take advantage and abuse everybody else in my life. And that's how I'm going to live my life. And that's how some people are. Their whole life is a hustle. So, I don't know, bro. So, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, renting, landlord, all that stuff. Um, it's a situation, bro. I understand exactly where you're coming from, but ironically, from a different perspective, because landlords can take advantage of you and there's nothing you can do. Unfortunately, when we have corrective laws that say, okay, we're going to examine this law and we're going to see where's the fairness in that just like child support, we're going to see landlords have taken advantage of these situations for so long. We're going to see if we can give some fair equity. Just like with um, child support, women have been subjugated for so long. We're going to see if we can make it even. Unfortunately, those breaks that they put on Your phone phone was breaking up for a second. But but I don't agree or I don't disagree that I think that landlords have taken advantage of people. But I'm not one of those people. And and we're not one of those people. If if you move into one of my properties. I am going to try to give you the best service that I can give you as a landlord. But don't come into the property with intentions of taking advantage because like you see it from um, a, a, a tenant perspective, tenants take advantage of landlords all the time too. So at, well, I think it's, it's, it's give and take on both ends. I think that if you if you come from it from a fairness perspective, right, and you understand, okay, you you come and you see a property, and you determine that this is something that you want. You sign a contract, and you go into that contract. I think that both parties should adhere to that contract. 
But if you're looking for loopholes from the time that you move in, then I think that that's a problem. Because if you can't pay the rent, then you shouldn't probably go there. If, if, if you're looking to take advantage or manipulate the system, then that's something different. No, and so I'm just saying that that for me, that's very frustrating because I feel like, you know, I come from a place of living in the projects all my life, living in the hood all my life. So I know what that's like. So I'm not going to try to treat somebody like that. So when you meet me, I'm going to give I'm going to be fair with you from the door. I'm going to tell you. The pros and cons, X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to allow you to make the choice. I'm not going to um, try to con you into a contract. I'm not going to try to negotiate you into a contract. I, I, I'm i sorry. Good, good. good. I, good. It's, 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 There's three seconds delay because of the uh, technology just, just added to our podcast. Okay. So... If I say um, testing one, two, three, just hold on for three seconds. Okay. Go. Okay. So again, you know, as a landlord, I am not going to try to negotiate you, try to convince you, cajole you into a, a contract that I think that you are not prepared to handle. I don't want that type of tenant. I want a happy tenant. I want you to know what you're going into. I want you to be happy with where you are. I want both parties to be happy. I I don't want a headache and I don't want to give somebody a headache. And if and if we think that that's going to be the situation, then I'd rather not have that contract go into play than to have it go into play. Cuz because I I come from the hood. I come from projects. I come from bad situations. I'm not I'm not going to purposely try to put somebody in a bad situation. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Uh, brother, you are giving us what we need to hear. I want you to understand that even in this three second delay, what I'm going to do is change my technology. It has nothing to do with you. And we're going to continue this conversation because this is not only a landlord-tenant conversation. This is a oppressor and the victim of... I don't know if victim is even a, a word. But we're going to continue this conversation at 1904. We have passed our 19-minute mark in the FN universe. And we will be right back with some new shit, new technology, all of that shit in just one minute. Uh, thank you, Dr. Moore, for um, maintaining. We'll be right back. Peace. Peace to the universe. Peace to the God. Peace. Hang up, brother. I'll call you right back. Peace to the God. Hold on, hold on. I can hear you, but I figured out why I can't hear you. 
Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, yep. still be a little bit of problem. Hold on, hold on. Don't give up on me yet, Muhammad. I'm just trying to figure out how to use this equipment. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. I'm like you got it. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Looks like you got back. it all, all mic'd up, bro. Yes, sir. I sent you a picture of what we're dealing with. This is way beyond our technology. And talking about pulling trigger, but you know that's what pull, uh, trigger you pull because your devil is way more advanced. Than and and I don't I don't know if uh, I said it psychologically correct because you can't give people pessimism because you can't do that brother but I just warn people that technology is way further than your black power thinking was I wrong in saying that I I don't know I'm confused about about where you're going um you said you can't give people pessimism, and you said something about your enemy. Okay. Um, help, help me understand where, where you're going with that. Okay. Uh, the fact that you and I couldn't hear each other, but the fact that this little device makes everybody hear was a problem for me, but it was also a technological advancement for me. I just had to figure out how to use it. Bro, that had nothing to do with the white man, bro. That was all you. Yes, sir. Indeed. Indeed. But we're not the only one listening. Yeah. But we just want to remove all paranoia. Right. You know, uh, right. Any, anything like that is just a, a skill set, bro. <laughs> right. You just got to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I like Star Trek. Star Trek says, especially when they encountered the Borg, I don't know if people understand who the Borg is. Maybe you, even you don't understand who the Borg is. But the Borg is a Western European dominance meets an indomitable force. Indomitable meaning like an indomitable snowman. This is a force that no matter what technology you have, we have superior. And you can put your best foot foot and you're going to fail. What Captain Picard on Star Trek Next Generation had to figure out was if we fail, how can we win in spite of that? And I present the uh, problem to black folks. You, with your little 45, your little shotgun, your little sniper rifle, you may think that you can talk black power, but I am here to assure you and maybe not my colleague, 
But I am here to assure you that they have the top technology to do anything that you do better. Who is that? They don't matter. The fact that you think that you can outsmart them with a wet palm is what I want you to think about. What's a wet palm? A weapon. Oh, a weapon. Okay. Okay. And notice, you may not notice because I can hear it in my headphones, but listen to what I just heard. As soon as I said something that was contrary to their weapon, it messed up your audio. Not my audio, but I want people to know in the audience what you're facing, and I'll let you continue, brother. But first of all, let me just address the paranoia in the room. Yes, sir. Uh, are, you, are you suggesting that something happened um, outside of the conversation between you and I, and that there's an external force doing something to impede this podcast? Okay. Okay. Because sometimes you have to quiet the people in your own room. And sometimes you have to check the reality that you right in in, in your own headspace. Right. Right. And so because sometimes can I give you a scenario, my brother? Because me and sure. you are on the same page. But sure. his people that that we identify with. Now, the person that I'm about to identify with, you may not identify with, but you remember uh, Boo Boo Nick Marcus. I do not. Okay, I'm going to remind you. You remember Chiro, South Carolina? Yep. Do you remember there was a force in uh, Chiro, South Carolina that extended even as far as uh, uh, what was that shit called? Ooh, I can't remember the name. And I'm glad I don't remember the name because I don't want to put negative forces in the universe. But um, when you left, there was a takeover of what's called um, crack. Very familiar with that area. Okay. Now, in South Carolina, particularly Chiroz, South Carolina, um, it's not Richland County. Richland County is, is uh, what... And let's put it in perspective for everybody else to, to notice. Perspective is... I'm not from South Carolina. Richland County is don't mean Jack. Richland County, according to South Carolinas, means Columbia. Am I correct so far? I don't know, but um, I, you know, but continue. Okay, R H 
R I C H L A N D. It's Richland County. Now, I may, I may have it wrong, and some of you may not be able to identify, but Chiroa was not in Richland County. In fact, Chiroa was close to, to Hamlet. Chiroa is, is Chesterfield County, if, if I'm correct. That is correct. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. And as soon as you mentioned the facts, do you know what happened to our podcast? Your voice changed. You're going to see this in the replay, but you're not going to see it now. Okay. And all I'm telling people is I don't bring you no conspiracy because I don't know nothing. I wouldn't tell anybody anything that I don't know. But I can tell you in my earphones, brother, that I hear something very different from what comes on the air. And the only reason I know the difference is because I listen to every podcast that we have so that I can edit. And I don't edit out our words or our thoughts what I edit out is the speed and as soon as we tell the truth your words become slurred that people have to skip over bruh let's get you some new earphones bruh trust me ain't nothing we saying that that serious I get I, I feel confident in saying that ain't nothing we're talking about that serious that um people need to edit out or the government is watching or listening to that there's nothing we're going to say, in my opinion, that is going to shake or move the world or an individual or if anybody at all that may listen. So I I feel free to say whatever is on my mind. I want you to feel free to say whatever is on your mind. Um, I, again, I, you know, I, you know, I, I speak off the cuff. Um, I'm in a different place, different place and different space in my life where I move a little different, but I move in this, in, in the sense that I ain't breaking no laws. You know, I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I hope nobody hurts me. If the government is watching or listening to me, well, they are really wasting their time. But we can continue. Just Hello? cut up. Just cut up. Now you're back. Do you have your AC? Do you have your AC on? It may, it may not be the government. It may be Con uh, uh, Edison. I don't know if everybody knows who Con Edison is, but um, let's be very clear that I am not saying that nothing you hear, not you, Brother Wayne, nothing you hear 
is being conspiratorialized, weaponized, or anything of the sort. This is not a conspiracy theory podcast. Go. Brother, brother Wayne? Yeah. Go. No, I agree 100%. Um, I'm not worried about the government. I don't think the government is worried about me except for the taxes that I owe them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they give a crap about, you know, this hour segment of what you and I talk about. I, and, you know, it's not like we have 100,000 followers or two or three followers. I don't think that they're worried about us. I don't think that they're spending not one dollar when I owe them on anything that we talk about. In fact, the <laughs> fact that we don't have five listeners, <laughs> let, let's put it out there, because I, I, I what you said last um, podcast really resonated with me, and I wanted to let the people know that we don't have to do this, whatever you believe that is contradictory. What I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say to you is not conspiratorial, but if you think for any well, what Dr. Moore says to you, or what I say to you, which may be more controversial than what Dr. Moore says to you, if you think that any inkling of what we say to you right now is contrary to what you believe, then you are right. I want them to believe, I want them to understand that we are that people. And maybe I don't get it, and that's where you come in, Dr. Moore. Bro, I don't know, but here's what I think. I think a lot of black power thinking, what we talk about, I really feel like this. I feel, I really feel like at the end of the day, if black people were going to get it, they would have followed Marcus Garvey. Hmm. At the end of the day, if people, black people were going to get it, they would have followed Elijah Muhammad. Hmm. At the end of the day, if black people were going to get it, they would have followed Minister Farrakhan. Hmm. Um, I think at the end of the day, if black people are going to get black conscious thinking, black power thinking, I mean... The opportunities are there, but it, mm-hmm. but but as we go further on, we become less black conscious and less black conscious and less black conscious. I think we, to me, when I look at history, we we are descending as opposed to ascending, and I don't know what it's going to take to ascend again. But the era, the strong eras of black consciousness, black conscious, black power thinking. I think has, has, has left us as black people. Um, if, if, if you didn't get it in the height of Marcus Garvey, when he was talking about taking people back, back to Africa in the early 1900s, if you didn't get it in the era of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the 1930s, you didn't get it Back, we are back, we are back, we're back. Uh, 
apologize again. We just trying out this new technology, and it's not working in our favor. But please continue your conversation. No, bro, you almost got me um, thinking that you might have a a point. Um, I think every time I start talking, um, uh, the white man is uh, terminating our services. Let me tell you something. Now, people will hear this on the podcast. You don't hear Doctor Moore, but as soon as you make a point, other than that, your podcast is fine. But that three second play, this display, so you try to make a point. But go ahead. No, I was simply saying that I, I, I think if people was going to get it, um, I think the height of consciousness, you know, has continued to decrease over the years, right? I think we started out with Marcus Garvey, you know, and his movement back to Africa. And we had a point in time where Black people, you know, and and, and interesting enough, um, Marcus Garvey agreed with Booker T, not necessarily with um, W. E. B. Du Bois, but it, but he agreed with with Booker, Booker T's ideology in terms of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps, you know, making your own land and all the other stuff, and this movement back to Africa, you know, where black people were in a position, more in a position to. Um, embrace that ideology. We later, we later on had that same um, uh, mentality or ideology or, or theory or theology with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and Black people were, you know, could have embraced that ideology um, or theology. And then later we had Malcolm X. Muhammad Ali, and then Minister Farrakhan, and even up to contemporary day, black theology, black power thinking does not seem to be something that black people are going to embrace. And it seems that the push and the move for that black theology, black thinking becomes less embraced, less um, idealized, less popular um and i don't think that we're gonna go forward with black audit black ideology thinking black power thinking i don't think that's a move of the future i think it's a move of the past and i think when you use those terminologies i i think that you push black people further and further away i agree with you So um, I don't know where, I don't know wh- whether we need to pivot. Um, I- I'm not exactly sure. Um, I-, I think you and I are from uh, old school um, kind of perspective, almost like watching Dipset versus the Locks, right? 
I, I don't know how much the younger generation was able to appreciate that battle, but people like you and I that come from an era of what we call real rap is something different. Um, in terms of the people of modern day that listen to Takashi Six Nine and you know all these other new people um, that we might not respect or might not understand in terms of rappers, it's a different it's a different mentality. I agree with you in one respect that um, your knowledge cannot be refuted, right? Um, is the fact that you have not heard this podcast and the very poignant points that you tried to make have been dragged on to the point of uh, not being able to listen to. But you will see that after the fact. And I'm going to the rest of the audience Conspiracy. You listen to Black Power, and I listen to the podcast. You're dragging. You're dragging this a little I bit. I want to address. I was coming on the air tonight. because I'm making a point. And when you made your point, you were dragged. Let's stop for a minute. I can pick up. Okay. Muhammad, to Muhammad, three Muhammad, four Muhammad, five Muhammad. We are at the, um, We're we're at the six minute mark. We're gonna come back. But we're not giving up tonight. Let's let's go, Dr. Mark. We don't give up because we're not talking about nothing wrong. What we are talking about is your thinking. And as soon as you change your thinking, there's nothing wrong with you changing your thinking. But I'm going to show you how long it takes for this register on his end. And you tell me if this is conspiratorial. One Muhammad. Two Muhammad. Three Muhammad. Four Muhammad. Five Muhammad. Six Muhammad. Seven Muhammad. Eight Muhammad. Ten. One. Nine. 
Now I can hear you. I can hear you. I, you. You were counting. I didn't know why you were counting. I couldn't hear you before that. Oh, okay. No. I, I I thought you were testing. Um, I was, but I couldn't hear you. Oh, but I wasn't saying anything. Right, but even your background noise <clears throat> that I could. You see, you're starting to drag. You're starting Damn. to drag again. That's my problem. I don't have a problem with conspiracy theories or anything else. Let's just get it clear. Yeah, but I, you 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 started to drag again, and I don't know. I know you got a whole a new technology. I don't know if it's um, intermingling. I'm I'm not sure what's going on. Yes, sir. But um, if you heard uh, dragging before this, you would know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that anybody has not heard it. All I'm saying is we're going to move forward. Is that right, Dr. Moore? Indeed. Indeed. Because we, just based on the little technology that I, let me explain the reunification of Dr. Moore and MFW. I, matter of fact, uh, Dr. Moore contacted me like maybe four or five years ago. Do you remember that? Testing. I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. Okay. <clears throat> maybe maybe four or five years ago, I said um, the fact that we're connected again. Don't be shocked. I want you to disconnect from me. Do you remember you tell me telling you that? No. I, I, let me tell you what I remember. Yes, sir. What I re, what I remember is, I think after I completed my doctoral degree, I um, saw a message on LinkedIn where you were congratulating me and. From that message on LinkedIn, um, we started to speak, and um, I was very excited to to hear from you because I had not heard from you in eons, and, and so I didn't I didn't know what you know had happened Hold to you or Hold on. <clears throat> just because 
to, to, to between me and you. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, between me and you, this is not um, new, but everybody that thinks that this is a joke, I want them to hear what you just said. Like I have, to, I have to have. Bro, this is back, breaking up so bad. I don't know, but go ahead. We are back in DF and Universe, and it is 4.25 a.m. on a Friday night, and we can be up on anything, an independent Hey, bro, I think we've had a horrible connection all night. That is correct, sir. And, um, so I don't know if it's the boogeyman, the white man, the green man, or the black man, but we have had a horrible connection all night. And that is what we must be wary of. Even if it ain't the white man, even if it ain't the boogeyman, there is something in the black psychology that we must combat. Well, psychologically, I feel like this. In terms of black people, I think we have a natural um, phobia. I think we have a natural fear. Um, And it doesn't mean that if we say that we feel like people are following following us. It doesn't mean that that's not real, right? <clears throat> In the sense that I can understand why black folks feel like that. I can understand why we think like that. Um, but I think that we need to be able to put that in perspective. Um, in the sense that... Um, if black people say that we feel like people are following us, following us, doesn't mean that that's not real, right? But you 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 have to be able to put that in perspective. And 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 what I mean by that is, <clears throat> black people go into stores all the time, and they're watched and they're followed. So that there's a natural fear that I think that black people have that's normal and natural. But I think that we need to be clear in terms of putting that in perspective in in when that is normal, when it's abnormal. Because every time we're driving down the street and we see a police officer, doesn't necessarily mean that a police officer is after us. But we have to be aware that, okay, this is a normal fear that we have. So it's not abnormal to have that fear, but it is abnormal to believe that every time that you see a police that they're after you. Yes, sir. 
going through with the, uh... I don't know. I mean, do you want to elaborate? Yes, sir. Okay. That's why. That's why I said. That. Okay. Elaborate. No, I want I want you to elaborate because I don't I don't have a solution for that. I do have a solution, but it doesn't involve scaling down. Okay, so no, what I was simply saying is that um in terms of solution, I think that black people have a fair um and healthy um I don't know what I want to say, fear, or I think that black people have a, a normal, healthy um, um, idea of what paranoia is, and and I think that they that they are right and exact to to, to have that fear in terms of paranoia, um, and when black people say that, you know, I I have a fear that um, people following me. It doesn't mean that that fear is abnormal or that, or that fear is not real because black people may go into a grocery store, black people may go into a clothing store, or black people may go into stores where that reality is really a reality, right? Those things may happen. But I'm just saying that because black people say that, that they that that they feel paranoid and white people can't understand it doesn't mean that that fear doesn't happen because it, it is an actuality that does happen. But I think for us as black people, we have to understand and keep it in perspective that where we're basing that fear in that reality is that it's really based in reality. Because sometimes every time we see a police car doesn't mean that the police car is after us. Right, and 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 I, I get that feeling myself because every time I hear a siren, I'm always looking to pull over. Right, but sometimes I realize that that me pulling over is not necessarily for me. But there have been situations where that paranoia, or that fear, or that reality has been for me. Yes, sir, and. Uh, you know, refute that or try to say that that's wrong. Whatever your experience is may not be somebody else's experience, but it doesn't make your experience wrong. What it does is let's put all of these collective experiences together and let's see if we need to change something. And you are in DF Universe. It is 4.31 p.m., brother. We had mad technical difficulties. Right. It has been a challenging night, bro. Indeed. And I warned you. It's ancient radius. Window air conditioner. I have to distinguish what it is. Because people would have split 
air conditioning don't experience what uh, people with a window air conditioner experience. I wanted to bring up one last thing because it's part of my Kindle. I want I want you to bear with me for one second. Um, there is a girl that snitched on um, Mary and Barry. I'm sorry, you, you faded a little bit. Say it again. And therein lies the problem. We're going to ask the question again. There's a, a girl that turned in Marion Barry. You with me so far? You said there's a girl that turned in Marion Barry, and what? Her name is Rashida Moore. Have you ever heard of her? Yes. Okay. Have you ever heard of uh, the girl that turned, that did not turn in um, Khalid Muhammad, but he was the representative of what we considered fair? And what's her name? I didn't hear your last response. And what's her name? I don't remember, remember her first name, but her last name is Ambush. Okay. And your question is? Are you familiar with her name? No. But I'm familiar with Rashida Moore. Okay. What do you think of Rashida Moore? <clears throat> I think she was an informant for the government. By her own testimony. Did you have to look it up? Did I have to what? Did you have to look it up? Did I, did I have to look it up? I'm sorry, brother. You said did I have to look it up? Yes, sir. No, because I was in D.C. when that happened. Right. Uh, let me read something from D.C. right now. If you don't mind, hold, hold on, hold on. Because I want people to know that research, all the things that you do are irrelevant. What you have to do is to develop. Hold on. Dr. Moore, you still with me? Yeah. I know they're going to cut us off in one minute. Let me read. Still with me? Yeah. Let me read what you need to look up. Not per se, because you and I, whether we're on the right page or not, whether we're on a conspiracy page or not. One thing that as soon as you come to a conclusion, somebody is going to change your conclusion.
her name, Washington, Los Angeles Times. And some some people may, may, may not be familiar with the Los Angeles Times. Her name is Rashida Moore, the former model who cooperated with FBI. Let's see who she, who did you cop cooperate with, Rashida Moore? Because most of you don't <laughs> and I don't blame you. You don't have to trust me on anything that I say and all of these podcasts that can't have Trust me on anything that I say. All I'm saying is look it up. Who did Rashida Moore trust in? Let's see. Who cooperated with the FBI in setting up Washington Mayor Marion Barry? Let's see what her name. What was her name? Rashida Moore. Are you familiar with that name, my brother? Yes. Yeah, I am. Are you familiar with that? Oh, hold on, because most people don't understand where she comes into play. And that's what I'm talking about. Um, I don't remember the first name. I think it's Angela Ambush was the last name that um, somehow ended up with Dr. Collins' dead body. But let, let's see where's uh, this other person, Rashida Moore. Oh, it's just a picture. But I'll tell you what. Let me tell you her name that want to look her up. Because not everybody wants to look her up. Because a lot of people don't want to know who she is. A lot of people don't want to know who the wife of Khalid Muhammad was. But let me tell you who the wife of um, Rashida Moore is. Let me give you a correct spelling. R-A-S-H-E-E-D as in Derek A. Moore. M O O R E. I want you to look up that name. Rashida Moore. R A A as in Africa. S as in Sheed. S H as H as in honesty. E E D A Moore. Now, I'm not talking to you, Dr. Moore. Conspiracy theories. What, when, where. And we know that cannot be substantiated. But what we do also know is when you look up the name, you are going to find something different than what you thought. And I'll give you the last word, Dr. Moore, because we're going to come back tomorrow night. We plan to take over, inshallah, we plan to take over the world. 
Bro, I honestly have no words. I have no thoughts. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we have a clear connection. Um, but I, I never even thought about that Rashida Moore. I don't even know if that is, that is the same person. But if it is, then um, that's a conversation to have. Let me familiarize you because you and I have come from different parts of the universe. That, that is what I want people to understand. Are you still with me? Because you yep, understand. I'm yes, sir. Okay. Um, I want the audience to know that we come from different parts of the universe. Uh, these different parts of the universe have different realities. And you cannot base your reality just like I told you. Our reality is we don't want nobody representing black people to ever come up short. Even when it's falsely accused, we prayed that this sister in South Carolina, who was a white woman, that said that some black men abducted her children, three children, and drowned them. We don't ever want that to come up as us. And when it came up as a falsely accused sentiment, we were relieved. I don't know who else is relieved, but I am telling you that even if we don't have no guilt collectively, it is there. And I don't know how to address that psychologically, but that is where I want some type of expertise from my brother. And he may not have the answer because there is no solution. There is no answer, but I want him to address the question of what we think and when we were wrong as black power thinkers. Um I'm not sure how to answer that. Um you you want some type of psychological perspective from me about the decision that a white woman made about black no, black men? No, no, no. They made very there is a minister Farrakhan who we love dearly. He says, don't take the, the COVID vaccine. And he may be right. We may not understand this 10 years later. But what we do understand is the history of black power thinkers telling us right and wrong. I'm not saying that all of them are right. All I'm saying to you is you as a black power thinking individual join this collective of how do I move forward with what with what yeah well, you, are you asking me to move forward with taking a vaccine a white power white no, people no because that would be too easy okay what I, what I want you to focus on is the fact we make faulty decisions as an individual for collective responsibility. 
but I don't think that we make individual. I don't think we make individual decisions based on collectiveness. I don't think that's the case. I think the individuality decisions is individual. I don't think it's collective. I don't. I don't think that we're making decisions based based on the collective. No, we have to leave it at that. I have to give you the, the uh, deference in that case. Okay. Let me bring um, the coat of Heli uh, Bottom. I'm not familiar, but go ahead. And that is correct. Nobody is. But I want you to look up in that. Oh. In the in the meantime of our next uh, conference which is tomorrow, which is actually today, I want you to look up the Haley Bot. Haley, for everybody in the audience, is H A L as in Larry, E as in Eric, Y as in Yvonne. Haley Bot. B O T as in terrorism. I want you to look that up and see what a cult is. Because we may get it wrong and we may get it right depending on what you think. And some people think in general rather than specifics. Okay. Um, okay. I think you just lost me, but um, okay. And, um, and, and I, I lose I, everybody. I, yeah, and I I don't know what that particular person's perspective is, right? And I haven't looked it up, but um, I sure don't want to allow that person's perspective to speak for me. Um, but regardless, um, I will attempt to look it up. Um, uh, uh, let me try to write this down so I can remember. Um, you said J A no, H is in Horace H or Harold. Uh huh. Um, Haley Bot A A as in um, Abraham or African. Okay. L as in Larry. Mm-hmm. E as in Eric. Mm-hmm. Y as in Xavier. Okay. Yeah. Haley. Bot. Bot is spelled B as in boy. Uh huh. O as in outstanding. T as in terrorism. Okay. Haley yeah. Bot. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how this person is going to speak for black people or speak for. Whatever, but uh, you know, I I will attempt to look that person up, but I, I'm definitely not gonna say that person speaks for me or speak for black people. But um, that person may have a perspective, but it is what it is. Indeed, it is, and uh, hopefully we'll come back tomorrow. Uh, I want to explain it to people now because I don't want people to leave this podcast because uh, what we said last week was this podcast needs to end 
And the reason that it needs to end is that we can't even get two people listening. And the two people that's listening are me and you just to edit it. Okay, what's your, okay. What's the point you're trying to make? There, there is no point. If, if the people out in the universe is saying that we have no relevance, let them have it. Bruh, here's the thing. The podcast can continue or not continue. Uh, are, are you... Look, what, are, are you doing it for the people? You know, are you doing it because you feel like it has a purpose? You know, because the people will come or can come, right? But if you feel like you have a voice and you feel like you have something to say, then we do a podcast. It doesn't have to be every week. It doesn't have to be two times a week. It could be once a week. It could be whatever. Whenever we feel we have the reason to do it. But it's not about... If, if we're looking for people to validate this podcast, that's not going to happen because we're coming from someplace else. We're coming from a historical or black perspective that everybody ain't embracing. But if you're trying to reach a particular group of people, there's an audience out there that's willing to hear this. You just have to reach them. But if, if we're looking for hundreds and thousands of followers, probably not going to happen because hundreds of thousands of people are not interested in what we're talking about. I totally agree with you on that. However, what these podcasts is based on is not um, numbers. Like some people may suggest, oh, if you got a hundred thousand followers, if you got a hundred million followers, did the podcast is going to save itself? We are not here to entertain you. I'm not talking to you, Dr. Moore. I'm talking to our audience. But I do understand what you said last week. And I want to try to improve the podcast. Maybe we ought to, as you suggested, and you suggested rightly, maybe we have to reach out to a different audience. Because the audience that we have now is less than one percent. But 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 I, I think that there's probably an internal conversation that you and I probably need to have in terms right. of what the goal of right. the podcast is. And I don't know if that needs to happen on air. Um, there probably needs to be a conversation off air about where it is we're trying to go our goals and intentions, and even if you and I are on the same page in terms of what we're trying to do, you know, in terms of messaging, in terms of marketing, in terms of all that stuff. So, um, I think before we put that on, on air, there's something that needs to happen off air, and then we can better um, even have the conversation on air after you and I have some clarity in terms of where we're trying to go. 
But I, I don't think that having that conversation on air is, or right now, is the proper place to do that. That is understood. I would, I would say this, not just to you, but to the audience. There are people that wish to see this fail. And I, with something better to do, I don't know if Dr. Moore has something better to do, but I, if it is going to fail, and it has, according to our numbers, I'll I put it to, the, to you this way, not not to you, Dr. Moore. Even when um, we had the recruiting information presented, and I told you specifically, Dr. Moore, don't you stand up because what you're standing up for is something you cannot handle. I cannot handle what I said. I said, look, go and do something better. I can't escape what I am handling. And I don't even know if Dr. Moore understand what I told him. But I do understand that he did something better. And we are at the uh, 29 minute mark. You want to continue or you want to come back tomorrow, brother? Yeah, definitely going to come back tomorrow. Um, I definitely want you to hold that place. Um, but um, I would love to have that conversation about um, success and failure because where we go, you know, from now and, and, and forward, um, forward. Definitely in my mind, definitely in the way that I see things, um, it's definitely not success or failure. Definitely not defining it by someone else's de- definition of success or failure. It's foolishness to me. Um, success or failure is really determined depending on you, you and I. So, um, you know, we, we can do whatever we want to do, do whatever we need to do, but... Um, you know, this podcast is, is what we make it. Definitely not what anybody else thinks about it. I agree to an extent, but um, we are only up to six six eighteen. You know what six eighteen means, brother? I do not. I will tell you what it means. We're up to six dollars eighteen cents. That means nothing to me. Because let me tell you something. I don't care if we was up to zero to zero to zero to zero. You know, if our goal was to make money, then that's one thing. But if our goal was to put out content that we felt that was valuable and that's interesting or that's valid, then that's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. So I don't care about the dollar signs. That's not that's not the reason why I talk to you is because you're my brother, because you're my friend. Because because we feel like or you feel like, or we feel like, there's a conversation that needs to be had about X, Y, Z. I don't care if nobody ever listens. But if you feel like 
there's a conversation that needs to be had. I'm with that just because of that. But to make money, I'm never going to come on this podcast and make money. If, if money happens, then that's fine. But if the goal is to make money, I'm, I'm never coming on here to, to try to get uh, followers or try to get bites and all of that. I'm, I'm not going to do that because that's not me. If that was the case, then I would invite the people that are on my Instagram or, you know, my fraternity brothers or my Masonic brothers. But I don't do that because that's not what I'm on here for. I'm not looking for validation from any of them or for any of that. That's, that's you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I'm not going to do that. You know, and when I get to the point or when we get to the point where I feel like I need to do that, then I'll do that. But that's not what this started out as. This started out as a conversation between friends. And if it grows to something else, then that's fine. But if we build it into something else, then that's something else. But right now, that's that's not where I'm at. Are you still there? Yes, sir. So at the end of the day, this podcast is, you know, conversation between friends. Just just having conversation. So there's no failure or success to me. You know, I don't care if we do this one time a week, two times a week, you know, three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, whatever time we do it is, it's just two friends having a conversation. For me, if it's if if you want, if you're trying to go someplace else, then this conversation again we'll have offline. But for me, for for right now, I've only, you know, given this what it is. You know, two friends having a conversation about life, about black people, about politics, about whatever. And we'll just go from there. <clears throat> Late night, Friday night, Saturday night. You know, have a light, late night drink and just talk off the cuff. Last thoughts, bro. I everything you said, brother. But I don't think they're ready for me to talk. Because when I talk, it's not going to be something they like. And I want this to be a friendly show. But I'm not friendly when it comes to this topic. And let's talk, let's talk about what this topic is. This is about black power thinking. If you think for one second, not you, Dr. Moore, but that you can do better with some other type of thinking, go there. We will cancel this show tomorrow. 
Unbeknownst to Dr. Moore, I don't fucking care about your fucking paradise, your fucking fairness. Unbeknownst to Dr. Moore, he has a responsibility to you. I don't have none. This is MF Doug. And I don't give a fuck what you think. We will end this podcast tomorrow. I love my brother, but we will end this podcast tomorrow. If I don't see no change, you hear me? No change in the listenership because we are bringing to you out of our own pockets something that you have never heard in your fucking life. And I don't care. I do care. Take that back. I do care what my brother feels. But I don't... You motherfuckers that I know that let Al Sharpton fucking stall that I would have to give him money that let Clemson Brown stall the let automatics. Let's talk about automatics because a lot of you who were with him that talk about to this day, oh, George Jackson, we got to release these political prisoners. He wasn't even a political prisoner. And you know he's talking about let's release him, but you don't fucking support automatics who said release him. As an attorney, you motherfuckers that support fucking, uh, what's his fucking name? Oh, my God. What is his name? John Henry Clark. He's a a brilliant historian. But he talked bad about Madison Farrakhan, and I still don't hold it against him. But when I ask, and when the people ask Madison Farrakhan, Please stop. Minister Farrakhan, you are the man that we want to hear right now. Please address John Henry Carr. He said, I will not address him. When we said, please address Dr. Collins Muhammad, he said, I will not address him. I don't know if anybody out there in the fucking universe understands the people that are in front of you. I don't expect you to understand them. I don't even expect you to understand my colleague. I don't even expect him to understand himself. But this is not about popularity. And if we need to end this podcast right now, we will do it. I'm going to challenge you out in the listening audience. Not my brother, not Minister Farrakhan, not Dr. Henry Sean Clark. I am challenging you. We are having a fucking God experience in the effing universe. If you don't get that much, 
Well, do you get what we talked about before? At fucking, oh, we way over time, brother. We at the 40 minute mark. If you don't get none of that, we will end these fucking jokes. We will end these fucking. Because uh, we got to be careful. We will end these fucking black power thinking conversations. And I'll let you have the last word, brother. But I'm not surprised. I'll be right back after this.